0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers.
1: Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders.
0: VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their
1: career.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Christina Garibaldi, and welcome to our podcast, The Wellness Academy CBD and Essential Oils, brought to you by our partners at Forest Remedies, where we talk about everything you need to know about hemp extracts, CBD and essential oils, including what they actually are, their benefits and uses, and why they have become so popular in recent years. Now, here we are again with our fifth installment of our Wellness Academy podcast, where we are aiming to get 1 million people to go natural in 2020. Now, today we are going to find out why CBD is everywhere. Now, I'm sure before you even started listening to this podcast, you've heard CBD being brought up somewhere, sometime in the last few months, and it definitely has been put in the spotlight as of late. And this episode, we are going to figure out how that happened. Joining us again are our experts, Michael Camerata, Dr. Graham Wood, and Eva Marie Lind. Hi. 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 Welcome back. So let's start with the obvious question. Dr. Graham, why is hemp extract everywhere?
1: So I think there's really two parts to that. So first, CBD was isolated from hemp actually even before THC was, Um, but there really wasn't much attention given to it back then, Uh, basically because THC is the psychoactive component. So really that that was the focus. And then as in the US, as different states legalize cannabis, people started obviously using it quite a bit more and then people started focusing on the, the CBD component as well. So that kind of generated, I guess, in those states, this interest in this, these, these extracts that don't have the THC, just have other phytocannabinoids, but a lot of CBD. It was having these great benefits people were experiencing. So I guess the word spread... And then uh, in 2018, they, the federal government passed the, the Farm Bill, which actually made it so that as long as the THC is below 0.3%, hemp extract is actually legal. So you kind of had the interest building up in all those states, and then you took away the, uh, I guess, the federal restriction on, on hemp, and then it just kind of it, it blew up. And I think people talk about CBD the most because it's, it's the highest uh, concentration in the extract. But, uh, I mean, as we've talked in, in other of these podcasts, it really, you really want all the components in there, all the different phytocannabinoids, all the terpenes, and not not just the CBD. It's maybe, I mean, as people call it in the industry, it's your hero ingredient, but you really want everything else in there as well.
0: Right. Michael, has this become like a worldwide phenomenon now?
2: Oh, yeah. I think definitely I can tell just based on how many questions and all my friends are asking about it. So it's definitely, and, and, and not just like into one demo, like it used to be like beauty like charcoal was like the 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 key ingredient uh uh but it's like a certain demographic that an age group that would ask questions like now i'm seeing everybody from like my uh, grandparents age to parents age to to millennials and gen z asking about it so it's definitely something that doesn't just hit one segment and and i think that attests to everybody it's like a so it's like an ingredient that everybody has an experience with or has knows somebody who had an experience with mm-hmm. and, and when, i think
1: when i moved from the pharmaceutical industry to the to Neptune Wellness where we deal in cannabis i mean at dinner parties everyone at first was all asking about uh, cannabis and thc and but it really actually quickly switches so now at dinner parties everyone's asking more about that the hemp based products the cbd what what like recommended doses and all s- stuff of that and it's really I mean, it's, I get pestered with those questions nonstop. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> You're the topic of conversation and all the dinner parties.
1: <laughs> and I was expecting it to stay on cannabis people. Cause I mean, that always, that was the vice that was people wanted to hear about, but it really has changed.
0: Mm-hmm. Eva, how about you? Have you noticed that essential oils are having kind of a resurgence because of CBD? Because essential oils have been around, you know, for a very long time.
3: I think for myself, I would say yes, because of my fascination with uh, research and uh, formulation. Um, you have such a beauty in the combination that essential oils are very powerful and high in, terpene, in terpenoids and terpenes. Um, looking at CBD and the relationship to, let's say, uh, essential oils such as pine that share, uh, for instance, in an in essential oil piney. when the World Health Organization predicted that in 2020, uh, the number one global disease in the world, and we are in 2020 now, uh, this was like 2007, I believe, and uh, was going to be depression, anxiety and depression, and it was going to overcome cardiovascular disease. So when you look at the components of something like uh, plant oil and uh, plant oils in general, uh, CBD essential oils, it's very very powerful. It's right at our fingertips. I think the resurgence in uh, essential oils or the interest came from companies that saw a way to uh, make vast profits by creating systems like multi-level marketing and. Um, It was uh, a means by which individuals could uh, gain income and essential oils became a part of that um, without naming any names in the marketplace. But I think that's where uh, essential oils became uh, so intriguing to people. And, um, you know, I'm hoping that uh, somewhere inside of that, There will be a a deep interest in really understanding their benefits and their qualities and, you know, where they're coming from all the way down to the farmer, just as cannabis the same way and hemp as well. Yeah, definitely. And
0: Dr. Graham, you mentioned before that, you know, this is like a conversation starter all the time. So has word of mouth really brought this to a whole another level?
1: Oh, I, I mean, I, I definitely think, I mean, word of mouth, social media has, has really been uh, instrumental in um, spreading the word about it. Um, but I think a, a lot of it comes down to if uh, if people weren't finding it, uh, it was effective in helping them, then it, it wouldn't be spreading like mm-hmm. it is.
0: Yeah. And where do you find it most popular?
1: In terms of countries, in
0: terms of, in <clears throat> terms of age demographic.
1: So two thirds of the use of, uh, of hemp extract is actually North America. Um, it's fairly even between Canada and, and the U.S. Uh, then second is Asia, and then uh, Europe is, is, is a bit f- a, similar to Asia, but a bit behind. But a lot of it is regulations too, because it's not, it's not legal everywhere throughout the world. Um, so I mean, And that's changing very, very quickly. So I think you'll probably see the patterns uh, change a little. I mean, obviously Asia, there's many more people there. Once a lot of the countries in Asia have legalized I think it's it's going to really it'll go up there a lot sure. but uh, definitely North America seem to really really like it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eva, how about you? Where do you see it most popular? Essential oils.
3: The essential oils? Yeah. Um well, for me, I I think it's taken very seriously in Europe and why I appreciate my work beyond the continent of America really. I I don't I haven't seen it taken as seriously in America as I do in Europe. Um, But I think that's changing. I think that, you know, we're on a cusp of that changing. And uh, Canada, most definitely, um, that's always been um, botanical medicine, botanicals in general, has always been uh, very much part of their culture. It's
0: interesting that Europe is ahead in essential oils, but not ahead in the hemp extract.
3: I think it's, I think it's the regulations and yeah, like you said pointed out. Out mm-hmm. because I just came from living three years in Italy and, and you know, you don't dare, you know, go into an airport with anything that has, you know, cannabis or, or even hemp. I mean, they're very, and I, I find it very ironic because my first introduction into the hemp industry was in, in Italy, in Southern Italy. And, it was being grown prolifically and extracted prolifically. So I find it really a curious, a curious uh, dichotomy. Mm
0: -hmm. Michael, do you find that this is here to stay?
2: Oh, yeah, it's a super ingredient. Like Mm -hmm. I think beyond the consumption uses of it, it's going to change. It's really here to, it's an ingredient that really can affect a lot of different products beyond just the consumed, like when people drink it or smoke it or eat it. I think it's something that is going to change cleaning products that you use in your household. And uh, I think it's going to be something that it it really filled the gap when it looks at ingredients for personal care and home care items because I think the consumer has been wanting plant-based alternatives that are effective or work just as good as traditional products. And this was kind of that missing ingredient with all the different cannabinoids. You can pull them together and mix and match and and really complete that transformation.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that's interesting that eventually you can probably use this in all different aspects of your life.
2: Oh, yeah. It's going to be all around you. It's like Mm -hmm. you don't think about... Like, first off, you don't even realize, most people don't even realize that essential oils are pretty much in a lot of different products, even into, like, shampoos, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a change now with the shampoos um, because if you use a shampoo and a synthetic uh, fragrance in it, it could get aerialized and and go in through your nose and cause potentially hair loss or or neurological issues over a long period of time. Uh, So a lot of brands are switching out uh, ingredients of plant-based alternatives. And when it comes to scent, essential oils is really crucial to so many different products. Uh, and, and they're really strong too, when it comes to essential. oils. So everybody's like, like people tell me like, Oh, I digest essential oils. I'm like, that's like equivalent to like taking thousands and thousands of flowers and doing it. And like, I wouldn't necessarily it right at your liver at that right moment. So I was like, I wouldn't recommend that. But, uh, when it comes to products, it was definitely essential oils and hemp abstract were the two missing components to, re- to really make uh, a plant based uh, revolution inside of your whole household complete when it comes to personal care products that you may use every day. And I think the consumers are definitely waking up to that and, and looking at the ingredients and looking at the scent and now the, and the formulations. So I think that hemp abstract, like, if even if you took out all the, the consumptions and the personal uses and stuff like that the The market just inside the household is huge. Like uh, one skew at a de- of a deodorant could be a $58 million skew just at one retailer in the wow. U S.
0: So people are just becoming more aware of what harmful things are going into certain products and they want to, you know, take that out and live a more natural life.
2: Yeah. I think we like detoxing. <laughs> I think that like <laughs> there's a the industry revolution and, and uh, the millennials are definitely realizing a lot of the science and, and then the Gen Z's are very activists. And I think that, they're realizing that everything in the household has to be clean too. It's not just about eating uh, healthy and working out. You actually have to be cognizant of the environment in which you allow into it.
0: There's lots of facts to learn about CBD and CBD products. So I wanted to let you know that if you head on over to www.forestremedies.com, you can learn everything you need to know about CBD essentials. Have a stressful day? You can massage the worries away with Forest Remedies broad-spectrum hemp extract as massage oil, manufactured in the USA with American-grown hemp and worldwide ingredients. It's an excellent and convenient way to get your daily dose. And currently, if you use the code ESSENTIAL at checkout on the Tea Tree Essential Oil, you will receive 15% off. Again, that's code ESSENTIAL, E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L, at www.forestremedies.com. Dr. Graham, we kind of uh touched about this a little bit about age demographic. Where mm-hmm. are you noticing, you know, old versus young, healthy versus unhealthy? Where are you kind of noticing this?
1: I I'm, I'm really seeing <clears throat> really across the spectrum. Um, I both both my mother-in-law and my mother um, use hemp extracts hemp extracts, excuse me, um quite quite often um and I mean, but I I mean, I've I've heard a lot of people using uh for kids. So it's really I would say across spectrum, a ton of people are using it who don't, uh, I mean, it's not because of an illness. It's just because of general life stress or like soreness after a workout. Uh, and then there are a lot of people who are using it um, because to treat specific con- conditions as well. So it's, it's really kind of, I mean, very similar to what Michael was saying. It's, it's really broad based uh, the, the different people who are, who are, kind of jumping into it and, uh, and giving it a try.
0: Yeah. And What about teenagers? Because, you know, they probably think it's cool because it's associated with THC, but would this help an anxious team or stress out or stressed teen students, things like that?
1: I mean, yeah, you look at, um, the studies that have been done on, on hemp extract and can it help reduce anxiety, I mean, it definitely it's, it's, it's looking that it's, uh, it can be a really effective way to just your everyday kind of life, uh, to dealing with the, the stressors. The hard thing with uh, when you're dealing with hemp extracts, I mean, Ava mentioned this about the essential oils, is that it's, everyone's extract can be a little different. So I think it's it's important that you don't not one extract is similar to the other. And we've we've actually looked at different uh, our competitor extracts out there, and the the cannabinoid profile, the terpene profile is very very different. Um, and it's it can be because of the genetics of the plant, it can be because of the way it was extracted. Um, so when you start talking about like think reducing anxiety and stuff, it is important that. Um, like if you have one that you think is working for it, that you really stick with that, because another with a different profile might not might not work as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's important that we we start testing the things. I mean, we, we have clinical studies uh, that we've we've planned to do to to really try to establish that. Yeah, it can. Uh, something like occasional anxiety, it it can help with that.
0: Sure, definitely. Eva, I want to uh, bring you into the conversation about the age demographics as well. Like, are there different types of age groups that prefer essential oils? Are you noticing it in younger or older? You know, um, what are you kind of noticing?
3: Um, Actually, I think it's very broad spectrum for, you know, using a word uh, for the compounds, but I'm noticing it pretty much with everyone. I am, as I shared right now, my... I am here at a ranch that has a demographic that goes all the way from newborn baby, all the way to two elders at ninety-five, and um, I have everyone using essential oils here. So, and everyone responding in a different manner. But um, I think, in general, um, I, I'm noticing a uh, younger generation coming in and being very receptive in a way that. Um, wasn't happening maybe 10-15 years ago. I also find uh, it fascinating uh, to now see in companies where um, they were really quite, they they were very um, attuned to fragrance. They were very attuned to um, aroma Um, but not really looking at as my studio that was specialized purely in naturals, purely in whole plant extracts. Um, now wanting to understand functionality. And they're so keen on it. And I'm also noticing that in the demographics for the essential oils. They don't want just to walk into a store and purchase an essential oil. They want to walk into a store and be recommended. What brand do I get? Is it going to do for me what I have read that it can do? I mean, that's becoming more and more important. And I find that wonderful. I mean, it took a long time. (laughs) But I find it very wonderful.
0: Definitely. So, before we wrap up, I wanted to ask: Where do you see hemp extracts and essential oils in the next ten to twenty years? Assuming that we will get even more information and more research in the years to come.
1: Yeah, I think the, the, the likely is going to be widespread use of it. Um, I, I am a little bit worried that the when, when things become like. Kind of the zeitgeist of the moment, everyone jumps in on it, and they think it's going to cure everything. And the reality is, it's it's not. And we saw that with omega threes. When back in the '80s, when kind of the importance of omega threes in your diet came up, people started researching it for lots of different things. And it turned out it it was really good for some, but for others, it didn't it didn't really have a great effect. The problem is, is people hear those negative research and they focus on that, and then kind of it just people started. That their use of omega-3 supplements actually started to go down because for s- some of them, it didn't work, but everyone was focusing on the other. So it's, it's going to be the same with hemp extract. There's It's great that it's kind of the shotgun approach right now. Let's just research it for everything. That's what we need to do, because that's how we're going to learn what it's actually going to work for. Um, So I think it's important that people focus on not just the negative studies they're going to hear in the media, but also do the research to see, okay, what what are the areas that it it will be proven that it will work in?
3: Definitely. Eva, how about you? Um, I have two concerns. Uh, one concern is um, quality, which has always been there. Um, but for me, it's more the supply chain. And because I've worked with so many farmers and just understanding the environmental impacts we're under right now, the ecological impacts, the planet is uh, going through, you know, extreme evolution, so to speak, and uh, climatically, um, environmentally and culturally. and that I think that is what concerns me is that companies are taking responsibility to their supply chains all the way to their farmers to understanding where their products are coming from, having them tested well, not uh, not just putting out hype about what something can do or doesn't do um, backing up their research and um, really um, Working in a cooperation and a collaboration with the earth, I, that that worries me. A lot to think about. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on this episode.
0: And thank you to Eva for giving us so much information on essential oils. We really, really appreciate it. Like I said, that is all the time that we have. But everyone should absolutely stick around because we have many more episodes in this series where we will dive into more specific topics about CBD. And don't forget to go to www.forestremedies.com to pick up all of your favorite CBD products, and subscribe to the show to keep learning more about CBD and it's incredible health benefits.